Hello and welcome to Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. We're your hosts, Jill. Dave. Oh, take a couple you weeks off. You missed a week, and you're fucking out. Yeah. You cut me off, Dave. What the fuck? One second, you say you buy it. Boy, I, know. <laughs> I know. That was a wonderful duet. Here too. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. All right, try it again. Uh, take, I she, like it. I don't think we should cut that. Are you kidding? Well, then, Jesse. <laughs> if we're gonna keep yeah. rolling. <laughs> And Steve. And Steve. Yes. And special uh, guest star me. Uh, Craig. Right. Really, Jesse is a special guest star, actually. Oh. He's the extra special <laughs> guest star. <laughs> I feel extra special. <laughs> then it worked. Okay. Yeah. He's sitting in the extra special seat. It's true. True enough. So, the wisdom seat. And Daddy's off this week because, well documented, we're recording at night and he thinks his bedtime is like 630 he bitches about all the work he does when he rides a school bus back and forth and carries <laughs> 25-minute work day, and he's like, oh, I need a nap. He's such a little princess. So before we get into our story, though, Gracia, do you want to talk to us about this concoction you've made? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tried to go, like, red, white, and blue because we are doing the insurrection. You'll find that out in a moment. Um, so I did a citrus spangled spritzer. It is sweet and it tastes like a popsicle it does but i'll tell you what's mm. in it it's supposed to be layered so it would be like a red white and blue layer if you mm. had the proper spoon we necessarily don't have that but try it at home if you can it is citrus vodka blue caracu uh sprite grenadine and then it's just a garnish with lemon blueberry and sprig but i wasn't going fancy on this and it is on wide open eats mm. excellent good. and for dave i just did a shirley temple because come on <clears throat> who doesn't love a shirley temple and I do love a Shirley Temple. So does Nessa. I did forget the cherries, though, for Dave, because, again, I wasn't doing the fruit, so I just didn't get any fruit, because... Which is why I had to interrupt you, because <laughs> It's a cherry uh, <laughs> issue. How quickly you were placed. Huh? I That's saw like that. A... Like, Dave's like, fuck, Gracia. <laughs> kind of like a hardcore I didn't even message. miss her last week. Fuck her. It's, it's so weird, because I know, like, the people who listen don't know how we sit at the table, but we even sit in the order that we say our names. So, like... so Dave... <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm covering Trump today, so I got to be like me, 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 That's, me, me. I, you know, you got to get into character. Okay. Yeah, not just today, sense. the next seven days, right? <laughs> the next seven podcasts are about the 18, 18 hours later. All right, <laughs> we're just kidding. Okay, Dave, do you want to uh, take us into it? Sure. We are talking about the insurrection. Uh, Mark Twain once said that history seldom repeats itself, but it often rhymes. Perhaps even more true is the saying that the first thing you will learn from history is that people do not learn from studying history. Mm. In a little more than a century ago, in Bavaria's famous Landsberg prison, Adolf Hitler was at the time just one of many far right wing lunatics that was now sitting in a jail and he was pondering suicide. His political career seemed over. <laughs> Um, Wait a minute. Seemed over. Seemed over? Wasn't from over. the jail cell? <laughs> yeah, it did. And but who could tell? Well, you would have thought it was because they had tried to kidnap a um, the leader of... Um, the Jews? 
No, the the Jews have a leader. God? Like I think the leader so of the Jews is God. Is trying to, um, <laughs> it's it's young Yom Kippur today too. He, he was trying fasting. to kidnap actually the leader of Bavaria, <laughs> <laughs> which was a state in Germany. But good guess. Yep. <laughs> so. And a basically he had a um, military movement. Um, they were basically they wanted to overthrow what was at that time running Germany, which was called the Weimar Republic. And he was trying to take over the Bavarian capital by kidnapping Gustav Ritter von Kahr and convincing him and members of the Bavarian state to join their mil military cause. Um, he actually, when this originally started, it looked like it might go well. He had a general by the name of Eric Ludendorff who uh, was convincing, um, you know, uh, von Kahr to join with them. And then, of course, Ludendorff was kind of an idiot. So von Kahr says, hey, will you let me go? I'll, I promise I'll be right back. So Ludendorff's like, yes, sure. I think you swear before I leave. I think you swear I'm going right um, And Ludendorff did come back with the military. <laughs> and um, so then the Nazis decide they're going to march over the state capital. And they start a basically a shootout, which kills 16 Nazis oh and gosh. four police officers. So Hitler's sitting in prison, and for all intents and purposes... You know, nobody would have thought that this is a person or this Nazi group was ever going to even see the light of day again. I mean, Hitler right now was facing the death penalty. Um, That's really interesting. I didn't actually know. No, me either. Yeah. yeah, and he was, you know, he's suicidal at this point. He's not talking. And, you know, then all of a sudden he turns his trial into a circus, um, which a lot of people you know, kind of, you know, got into that whole political theater mm -hmm. that he was creating at his trial. And so he got a very light sentence. He was sentenced to five years, but he only served nine months. And within 20 years, he was controlled most of Europe. Isn't that wild? So It is crazy. That's interesting. And the thing to take from that is when people try to violently overthrow a government, you need to take it seriously, even if they seem... Because if you looked at the Nazis back then, they were losers. Well, they were... Arguably still well, are. Uh -huh. Well, yeah, but I mean, you you look at like... <laughs> They're not these cool people, now, Dave. You know, <laughs> these, these people that were, you know, um, struggling. Like life's losers. Yeah, yeah. life's losers. Yeah. You, know, they, you know, you had, you know, guys like um, uh, Heinrich Himmler, for example, who lives with mommy and daddy. And, you know, he's just this scrawny kid that wanted to be a soldier, but he wasn't quite old enough to fight in the First World War. So he has this, you know, inferiority complex. And, you know, you got Hermann Goering, who at one time um, did win what would be the equivalent of the American Medal of Honor. And he actually took over um, the... Uh, um, Oh, I can never think of the um, name of the Red Baron, the real name of the Red Baron. Um, oh, it's Snoopy. 
<laughs> no, Snoopy fought the Red Baron. Uh, Von Richthofen was on Rick Oh, yes. Yeah, he Sorry. took it. Um, it's like true, a, though. He does. Uh, he Snoopy Von Richthofen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Snoopy, was, You're right. Von Richthofen. Yeah. And he... Richtoven's Flying Circus, after Richtoven, um was killed by a Canadian, I might add. Uh-oh. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. Billy Bishop, shout out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so after a Canadian killed Richtoven, um, Hermann Goering was given command of Richtoven's Flying Circus, which is still today probably the most famous Air Force squadron of all time. Hmm. Um, so, you know, the but once he got back to... Germany and the war ended. He was in a fit of depression. He slowly became addicted to drugs and morphine and of course he got hurt in this coup that they tried so he ended up even more addicted to drugs. Um, so I mean if you looked at these people at this point you'd say yeah these people aren't going to run you know a McDonald's ever. <laughs> you know never mind run most of Europe. Um, yeah, but they weren't wild. taken seriously. That's wild. It's and hard to take someone seriously when they plan an ambush and they lose four to sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they need methadone to survive. Mm-hmm. No, you, you start to think, oh, we'll just wait till they crash and then we'll take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it did happen, and there's there's actually many, you know, examples in history of you know people that you would think would not be able to be successful that found ways to do it mm-hmm. which leads us to what we're going to talk about which was the insurrection the american coup <laughs> yeah attempt <clears throat> um so we're going to start the story because i think a lot of people know who trump was and stuff like that so we're going to start the story by talking briefly about the presidential election of 2020 and um while all presidential elections are unique, um, this was a very strange one because of COVID, obviously. It was wild, yeah. So many people yeah. voted by mail. And, of course, before the election, Trump was trying to slow down the mail. <laughs> yeah. So, um, however, because of the mail-in balloting and because of the fact that Republican-run state legislatures in most states would not allow them to cut ballots prior to Election Day. Now, the cutting process is a process that slows down the counting when you're doing mail, mail-in ballots because you have a private ballot. So you have to actually extract the ballot out of the envelope in such a way that you can't see who the voter voted for. So it actually takes quite a while um, it doesn't take any longer to count ballots once you've extracted them, but it actually takes quite a while to extract mail-in ballots. So this is why, um, number one, we would have known the election results on election night had the Republican state legislatures not said, no, you can't cut the ballots early. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to encourage mail-in balloting. Um, they made a lot of false claims even prior to the election that mail-in balloting is less secure. Um, it's actually the opposite, just so people know. Um, in order to do a fraudulent mail-in ballot, you would actually have to steal someone's mail. Because the envelope that gets sent to the voter has a way to track it. And so if you request a mail-in ballot yourself, you will get an envelope and they will tell you on the instructions 
to return the ballot with that particular envelope because if you just send it back in just a regular envelope they won't accept it well so. and additionally mail-in balloting has been done for like decades right because decades. there's so in many states, u.s yeah. militaries overseas mm -hmm. yeah. and yep. they do mail-in ballots and elderly State of washington's and... entirely by mail right. and yeah. colorado has always been kind of mostly by mail yeah so. exactly yeah, yeah. so now i just have to say though it doesn't seem to me super impossible to actually steal a bunch of ballots well, you'd have to steal the mail, you know, and that's that's a little bit hard. From my mailbox? Yeah, you'd have to take, like... From wherever it gets mailed yeah, to you. So yeah. I feel like that's possible. Well, I mean, but you'd have to know that I requested it, yeah. and then you'd have, have to, to check steal... It every day. Yeah, you'd have to check my mailbox every day, because, you know, we all know USPS is pretty slow. But like, wait for it to come in, and while you're there, maybe you steal my... White House black market catalogs, you steal my coupon. And then the voter will eventually notice that, you know, the mail, the ballot never got there and probably call the city that they requested it from mm -hmm. and say, hey, you know what? I requested a mail-in ballot, but I haven't received it. So because they don't go out to everybody. And that was a confusion during the election, too, that I remember. I remember seeing it on Facebook. People were like, oh, I got this thing in the mail. It's my mail in ballot. But it wasn't. Right. No, it's your it request. was not. Right. It was. It was a request form to I, ask for a mail in ballot. I think that did cause a lot of the confusion. It, I think so. it did. And, you know, certain states, I believe Wisconsin actually just decided instead of sending people the request form, we're just going to send them the mail in ballot. So certain every state's a little uh, different. Um, that actually makes sense too, um, mm -hmm. to just send in the, you know, send people the ballots. But, um, you know, ultimately, you know, it, you know, cheating in elections is really not something that's easy to do at a large scale. The general things you'll see people trying to do in order to rig elections um, is to try and suppress voters. Um, just block people from being able to vote. Um, pretending to vote as somebody else is a lot harder nowadays than it used to be. Obviously, in 1960 um, election, there was a case of the mafia had actually organized a uh, you know group of fraudulent votes to be casted for John Kennedy in the state of uh, Illinois. Yeah, this um, is a true historical <clears throat> fact, by the way. For people who don't know, and this is a little off topic, but Hillary Clinton was a young Republican, and she was actually one of the young Republicans that went canvassing door to door to find out if there were fraudulent ballots before mm -hmm. she went to college and became a Democrat. That's yep. true. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's actually yeah, that is true. And um, you know, and but even then, um, you know, it was not enough to have swung the actual state. You know, when you talk about fraud to basically overturn the result of an election. You're talking thousands and thousands of votes, even if the election is very close. For Wisconsin, sure. for example, um, I think was well within a percentage point, but you still, the margin of actual ballots was like 25,000. So it's very hard to overturn, an, uh, to actually rig an election um, in I, the ways that the re Republicans were saying. I do think that Anonymous claims that the 2000 election was stolen, though, and that they prevented it from being stolen in 2004. I don't know if anybody else saw it when uh, Karl Rove was on, on Fox and denying that the election was lost, because I think he figured the fix was in. 
Yeah, I mean, in 2000, you had the state of Florida was 386 final uh, vote difference. Um, so, yeah, there were a lot of things that they could do um, to prevent 300, and, and they did, and we'll talk a little bit about things that the Republicans have been known to do in southern states especially, but they will do road blocking, they will do stuff like that to try and suppress votes, and that's where I get into the the easiest way and really the only surefire way to try to rig an election is to try and suppress the vote. And Republicans certainly do that. They do. And they take people off the voting registrations and don't notify them. They're known for all sorts of tricks like that. Um, but as far as the idea of you know, people going and pretending to be a dead person and stuff like that, and that's going to change the outcome of the election. That That's not, That's no. just insane. Yeah. yeah. So, so small, that number. Yeah. Insignificant. And the, the fact is that censuses are done and that in most states, when a person, when a death certificate is issued for a person, this town that they live in, uh, their clerk is notified. So they will re normally remove those people from the ballots. Well, and yeah, and let's just like level set, because in Massachusetts, we don't require IDs to vote. But at least in the city we live in, you have to know your street right, address right. and all that stuff, right? And go to so, the right polling station. Right. So it's not even, and we live in a small city, like even in, in Barrie, you have to go to the right polling station and know your street address and all, and what party you were registered with. And, stuff. and you would also have to know that that person hasn't already voted. You yeah. would have to know that that person doesn't happen to know the person that's working behind the polling counter. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. I mean, if you happen to live in the same city, it's not impossible that you go to the same church. Yeah. You know, yeah. or yeah. something Or a school like or that. something. I know yeah. a bunch of people when I go to vote. Sure. Mostly because it's the, you know, the committees that help with everything. If you're involved in kids' soccer and football, you see the same faces, you know? Mm -hmm. In Gardner, in our polling station, it's all LBs. Oh, no, we got a bunch of, like, my age people <laughs> trying to change the world. Elderlies. But, Steve, were you going to say something? I was just going to add that, yeah, when, when we moved and I tried to vote, they said, oh, you're not registered here. You're still registered in your prior town, so I couldn't vote. Hmm. Michael's been voting um, by mail all of college. Yeah, and that's so. common, too. You know, a lot of kids will go away to college and in the military and stuff like that. So, um you know, it's it's possible to rig a very, very, very close election, one like Florida in two thousand, which is three hundred and eighty something votes. I don't want to talk you know, about but yeah, I mean it's, it's still butt hurt over that. Yeah, but as far as like, you know, you're going to um really be losing an election by a lot and all of a sudden you're going to um change the outcome, no. That that's not something that really can be done. That's, you know, what they call widespread voter fraud. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because there were certain incidents too prior to the election. For example, a Trump supporter was caught in Boston burning, um, setting fires inside of the, um, you know, the blue mail things mm -hmm. that hold mail. Yeah, and even though I don't want to talk about the 2000 election, it wasn't necessarily in Florida stealing votes. It was that they were throwing away ballots, that they said the Chad wasn't fully... Yeah, so they had the chatted ballots. They printed a ballot that didn't line up properly. If you weren't paying attention, it would actually flip the vote. 
And they also set up roadblocks. Well, I will talk about a common practice that Republicans do. So this <laughs> is Republican listeners. common in southern you know states for them in cities to move polling locations. Now, you might say, well, if you only move something by a mile or so in a city, um, then what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is if you rely on city transportation and they just change your polling location, um, you don't just take the city bus to the next street. You have to take the city bus all the way back to the center of the city, get, find the bus that goes to this new polling location, and it could take you hours, especially yeah. in a city the size of Miami, which is actually huge physically. Yeah, it's not the city just a big the size city. of Boston, which is three square miles, yeah. that would take you fucking forever because I used to work there, and you mm -hmm. could not get from the seaport to fucking Chinatown, and which is like walking distance, sure. yeah. you know, but you couldn't do it. Yep. quickly and it doesn't stop everybody from voting but you can stop a lot of people from voting yeah, because you if you have disabled people especially you people know, with jobs where yeah. they can't make a schedule mm -hmm. change like they're voting on their lunch hour or something yeah yep, during sure. the last election uh, some friends in Milwaukee were posting about that because they closed four polling locations um, to keep the voters out and they were traveling all over the city people were trying to and most of the pieces they closed were in um, inner city locations sure so they had to come further and one person's put on Facebook it was like six hour detour yeah by the time you got there figured it out turn around came back you know that's crazy to just cast your vote you yeah know? and we're up in the upper northeast so the cities are geographically much smaller but like you know yeah uh, Miami Florida is not small it's a huge geographically city. yeah that's what so, I'm saying like know, LA like, yeah fucking Los huge. Angeles New yeah York. LA yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Savannah of yeah I get it yeah so so that's a common thing um <clears throat> but after the election well on election night we didn't know the results now this was predicted several um, times before that you know if you follow guys like uh nate silver for example he said you know you're gonna go to bed on election night thinking trump did really well and then within the next few days you might find out that what you thought was going on is not what was going on because they'll start counting the mail-in ballots. Um, and that is exactly what happened. So we started um, counting the ballots on election night. It did not look promising. Um, if you were going to bed around midnight, you'd be saying, oh my God, we got four more years of Trump. Yeah, and it's so, I... lo lo sorry. No, you go. And it's so logical to, to know that too. And you talk to people and they're like, well, it was stolen because, you know, it first went that way and then it went down. No, like, no. No. Yeah. And I went to bed thinking Hillary won. Nope. Yeah. And I, I didn't because Craig woke me up in a drunken, angry No, you rage. went to bed thinking Hillary won. I woke you up. He woke me up I went to bed thinking Hillary won. When I woke up in the morning, in the morning I, he woke me up drunk. I hate your fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, was going to say, like, the week of the election, I was on quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I was like transfixed by this, the the way it changed, you know, mm -hmm. the way like it yeah. just was it like was a wave constantly. Yeah. yeah. And and so that was the thing about the Republicans not allowing the mail in ballots to be counted before the election. And then, you know, you had Trump telling his voters don't vote by mail. And Joe Biden, of course, was doing the opposite, telling his voters, you, you need to vote by mail. It's safer. Just do it that way. We don't want COVID um, spreading. And, you know, we want to keep people safe so they can vote. 
So you had not only in places like, you know, um, uh, Milwaukee, for example, because that's one that the Republicans mm -hmm. have made a lot of conspiracy claims about, um, you know, where they had barely any ballots even to count because they were all mail-in ballots. Now, once they counted Milwaukee, all of a sudden Wisconsin flipped to Biden. And the Republicans said, hey, look, he just got 200. They just randomly found 200. No, they randomly counted and then reported the ballots that they had to cut during the day because they weren't allowed to do it beforehand. And then they counted them. And like many counties, they just report when they're done counting. Right. So some counties report in like percentages. So 10% we're done, we'll report what that result is. But some of them, they're like, nope, we'll count, we'll count the entire county, and then we'll report everything. Mm -hmm. Wisconsin so. also has that you can register to vote that day. Sure. So I, there was a big conspiracy about, like, there's this many registered voters and this many voted. Mm -hmm. But you can show up in Wisconsin and say, I live here, I want to vote that day. You don't have to, like, if Steve said he moved, they'd say, okay. Yep. Yeah, and New Hampshire is the same way. Um, mm -hmm. New Hampshire, you bring your driver's license. If you haven't registered to vote, you show your driver's license that you live in that town. That you do need an ID for. That's the only thing you need an ID for to vote in New Hampshire. But you can register that day and you can cast your ballot because um, you're and an some American of these things citizen. Are, are five like the state of Wisconsin is so big. If you're driving to the nearest place to vote, sometimes it is five or six hours. And if you're a farmer, you don't have that time. Oh yeah. Right. So to yeah. vote on that day and register on that day makes sense to me. Like when people are like, oh, that doesn't make sense. It does when you don't have internet. Like one of the towns we went to camping up north, they had to like all go to the church to get Wi-Fi. Yeah. It, you know, it, it does make sense to allow American citizens to vote because this is kind of a democracy. I mean, that's, right? you know. Kind um, of. It's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Sure about that, for it's, sure. It, it, it so has what? some principles that are similar to a democracy. Mm. And, you know, so... Uh, you know, whenever a political group of any kind is trying to make it harder for American citizens to vote, that should raise a red flag for you. Because the reality is, it should not be hard for people to vote. Um, Agreed. The, the amount of fraud that you could get combined in 20 elections is probably a, hundred, a few hundred ballots at the most. You're talking... You know, elections where in this election, right, we had 155, 160 million ballots casted. You know, yeah. nobody's going to fake a million fake ballots, you know. So, well, and also, um, you know, I hate to say it, but when they're preventing people from voting, it is not us. It's not middle class people. It's not wealthy it's class people. It tends to be African Americans or it tends to be. Americans who are not white, I hate to say that, you mm -hmm. know, non-white Americans who are impoverished, yeah. you know, like the white, the white people that are being affected are living in projects, you know, like they're deliberately trying to weed out that very specific um, vote. Well, and actually, yeah. Craig and I, this is so weird, we're watching Friday Night Lights, the TV show on Netflix right now. It's a great show. But they just did a show, um, the episode we just watched was where they were like, separating like their town into two different school this mm -hmm. two different schools right and so they were deliberately like cutting these crazy fucking lines so that all the talented football players would go to this one and all the other ones would be this one and i was like 
oh my god this is gerrymandering explained it's like gerrymandering for fucking yep. morons like yep. it was amazing i was blown but they away. do that they almost did it in northbridge when they were doing the two elementary schools they were trying to divide it by class at one point like yeah. they didn't say that but like most of the parents were like wait a minute Mm-hmm. The way you drew that line doesn't line up with the way the line should go. Like it, like we're at school co- committee meetings going, hmm. But yeah. it happens all over this country, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and gerrymandering is obviously a very, very big problem that we have. Um, Especially in the South. In fact, you know, if you look at the mid-year that Obama had, um, where he lost a quite a significant amount of um, House and Senate seats, the Democrats in that election won the popular vote by, I believe, around six or seven percent. Wow. Um, but it's so gerrymandered that, you know, he still ended up losing that many Senate seats and stuff like that. So, oh, it's um, so fucked up. It really is. Gerrymandering so can't affect the Senate, but the House is yeah, totally. The House, yeah. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. it affects the House, yeah. Um, but it also affects, actually, it can affect the Senate, just like it can affect a presidential election because of the way that certain counties submit their winner, right? So, like, how they draw the lines of what comprises a town or a county's vote, you know, what comprises the winner. Like, yeah. it, the, I... Mm, well, it, it, what, what can I know, also I happen, know. too, is you get non-competitive too races, wine. too, which can also deter <laughs> people from voting. Well, you can so have that, like but that, some but, counties yeah. don't say, we have 50 votes for this guy and 51 votes for this guy. Some counties... <clears throat> And uh, municipality. How do you say Ooh, that? I was so close. Five dollar word, closely. Thank you. But those, they, they instead of saying we had this many for this guy and this many for this guy, they just go, this guy won, so here's all our votes. Period, yeah. That's how I'm saying that it makes a difference. Anyway. You are right. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Move on. Steve so. is my favorite. <laughs> So, all um, right, took till Saturday following the election to find out that Joe Biden officially won the state of Pennsylvania and the election. Um, I had some YouTube fun. Uh, I had some clips on my um, going to Boston to celebrate that. So <laughs> I had fun that night. Did, uh, did you go out to Boston? Yeah. Oh. I even went, and, and I oh, shouldn't have because it was, you know, still COVID, but I was wearing a mask, but I even went into a mosh pit. Oh! <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, you know, because I, I, I was just beyond ecstatic. because yeah. And oh, yeah. I had taken that week off, and I must have, you know, I was just, like, maybe sleeping for an hour and then waking up and then watching all the slow results. And it was painfully slow. Oh, my God, yeah. And, I was in quarantine, know. and Nessa was uh, still living here, too. And the two of us, it was like, we were like, seriously, I think we slept on the couch together. We were, like, mm-hmm. transfixed to the television. Mm-hmm. And every hour, there was an update, but it was basically no update at right. all. Right. But right. even no still, update. we were like, yeah. Yeah, I was up all night, and knowing that it wasn't going to be any results but, yeah. but yet i was still like up looking it was yeah. so important it was so critical mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so right immediately after the republicans started filing lawsuits does anybody want to guess how many lawsuits the republicans filed as a result of the election right away or total total oh 98 no not 90 69 very close, Jesse. 420. 
guess. It was 65. 65. Do you want to guess how many they won? (laughs) Zero. One. They won one. They They did did win one. Where was this? So this was in Pennsylvania. So this lawsuit was related to, they had extended the deadline to get mail-in ballots in um, by three days. So the Secretary of State in the state of Pennsylvania said that they could also extend the curing of ballots by three days. However, the court ruled that the Secretary of State did not have the legal authority to do that, that that had to be done by the state legislature. By the time the court even made the ruling, it was a moot point. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, and there was a total of 33 ballots statewide that would have been impacted. Um, and if you hadn't cured by then, you probably weren't curing. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, 33 um, is such a small yeah. number. So um, that was the only uh, lawsuit they won. Um, the 64 others that they filed, they lost. They lost. They would file numerous appeals to and continue to lose. Um, these cases were held, and, and, and I'd like to make this point to people. These cases went before many judges that were actually appointed by Donald Trump. And even Trump-appointed judges called the cases silly, baseless, factually I- irrelevant, um, and they were. They, they were ridiculous. In some cases, just a- absolutely ridiculous. So they passed, started pushing a theory that Dominion, which is a software company, for those who don't know, that make election counting machines, um, had conspired with the Democrats and Hugo Chavez, who was actually dead at the time. <laughs> but yeah, just hearing you say this, like, hearing you say this brings back the memory. That was ridiculous. It was. Well, it and was you gone. know what fires me up? Because, you know, I have my issue of the week. How sneaky it is. Well, it's not just how sneaky it is. This is the fucking waste of our money as taxpayers I mean, to absolutely. tie this up in the fucking courts. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Sure. This is fucking bullshit with these fucking assholes that just want to contest what... It, uh, constantly, they just yeah. tied it up to to delay it. That's mm-hmm. it. They were just trying to delay it. Yeah, and they were trying to push a cons- this conspiracy that, you know, there was this group that somehow magically uh, rigged the election. So Joe Biden from his basement in Delaware, the guy that they called Sleepy Joe, that they always said couldn't basically complete a yeah. sentence, and yet managed orchestrate to this huge fucking crime. He yeah. hacked all the machines. He got Hugo. He got Dominion. He got you know. It's like do people hear like how fucking stupid they? I'm sorry if you're was. one of those people, but seriously, I'm like, not sorry if you're oh, yeah. one of those people. <laughs> Fuck off. It's just ridiculous. ridiculous. But but it's obvious when you see uh, what's his name. Um, Giuliani and that lady mm-hmm. when they were talking on oh, the TV Kellyanne. it's like how obvious they're so stupid yeah Kellyanne isn't stupid she's just no, an not evil Kellyanne. horrible the, um, this was uh, Jenna yeah. Alec, Alice I believe he's no the about. lawyer oh the Kraken lawyer or because the, so they fired the Kraken lawyer initially but she was, well, that was she Sydney was, Powell Sydney, yeah she was be always behind Giuliani yeah so they fired her though well, and the, the blonde lady was named Jenna Ellis oh the one who got the COVID fart. COVID fart? She got. <laughs> she got. What is she it? Came down with COVID. And she got after because she was the one sitting so next to Rudy fart. Giuliani when Giuliani had COVID and he had that, um, you know, hearing in front of the Michigan State Senate 
and he passed gas, and then the next day she came down with COVID. So that everybody oh. says she got oh COVID. Oh my fucking from god! <laughs> but this but is brilliant. That it's maybe best. you can't like smell your own fart though, because of, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. I'll be but, here all week. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was Jenna Ellis. But now the Kraken lawyer was the person who made the most ridiculous claims. But the one thing I want to say to people, too, is they sued for many, many possible remedies, which range from throwing out ballots to just telling states that, you know, their legislatures could decide who won the state. The one thing that they didn't ever sue for, can anybody guess what the one thing they never sued for was? Hmm. Arizona thing? No, like what specifically remedy did they never ask for? Recount? That's exactly it. They never asked for a manual recount. So they're saying all these machines were flipping the counts. So, well, obviously, if that was the case, you could simply prove it by taking the ballots and counting them by hand. Mm -hmm. They never once sued for a manual recount. Never once. They sued for every other ridiculous thing on earth that they could even think of. I mean, some of them were... I credit the imagination of some of them. Um, they were it's, imaginative. It's good lawyers, right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say they were good. They were good, like... They Cre- were good creative. storytellers. It's creative writing, right? Yeah. Fun lawyers. Well, yeah. I always say, like, because people always hate lawyers, and, you know, I all work for one, but it's, a, it's an area of gray, and that's their job, to find that gray and to be like, you know what? Maybe... I'm going to tell a good enough story so this gray is actually dark gray. You know what I mean? It's, that's their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These stories were... <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, they were bad. They were very light gray, trying to make so. them dark. <laughs> um, and in some cases, like the ones filed in Nevada, they would have actually blocked military ballots. Because they wanted to... They sued over addresses of some of the mail-in ballots because they didn't match, like, the street addresses. Well, of course they don't if you're over in, like, Fort Bragg or if you're overseas. Of course they don't match. That's where the return address came from. They actually sued to get military service men and women's ballots thrown out in the state of Nevada. So not that amazing? It is amazing because these are our heroes. You should thank a veteran. Yeah. You know what? You just took away the right to vote. <laughs> You're trying asshole. to take their votes. So, um, yeah. So, after all... And I, I also feel like college kids, too, because like when Michael was doing yep, he was getting a sure. Massachusetts ballot, mailing it from Arizona back... So, Which obviously, is allowed. You're just not allowed to vote in both states. Right. So. He would vote here in Massachusetts, but physically in Arizona. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's where his ID was. You couldn't vote mm-hmm. when you're away at school. Right. Yeah. So... Um, all right, so the, the, the lawsuits did not work. Um, so after the lawsuits failed and the Electoral College started to meet, Rudy Giuliani and several other Republicans held fake meetings, if you will, in places like parking lots, mm-hmm. literally parking lots. <laughs> 
adult video well so actually that was before this so yeah rudy giuliani this is the fun, one of the funny, of funniest stories rudy giuliani couldn't find the four seasons hotel <laughs> and he went to four seasons landscaping which happened to be right next to like a sex toy stop yeah, so he's no, sitting he there, there doing like a press best fucking press conference that, ever yeah. it's like i got me some dildos and some <laughs> fake ballots there's no way that guy was so mafia and like there's oh no way he doesn't God. know where you know oh Yo, yeah he knows where every porn store is yes, I mean, he the does. Guy is like, legs, legs and eggs is his specialty <laughs> <laughs> Was that the time where he had, uh, like, ink drawn or his dive? No, or? so that was the time when Jenna Ellis actually, <laughs> yeah, his makeup started running. Yeah. So, and Jenna Ellis and called them. His hair color hadn't yeah. set in or something. <laughs> while, while he's doing that, Jenna Ellis is like, we're the elite strike team. <laughs> yeah, they look like it, right? <laughs> they, they definitely Same, look yo. like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're um, my strike team, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, they would have been better off with, like, the law offices of Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) (laughs) Rudy Giuliani do their cases. I didn't even do that laugh right Uh, at all. Your Honor, I'll show you my deposition. There's there's the the laugh. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) So... But that didn't work. So in parking lots all over the country, they started creating their own electoral slates. So the mayor of New York figured he might as well just come up with an electoral slate slate from Wisconsin, apparently. So um, the former mayor of New York. Of course, this isn't real. Um, You can't actually just appoint yourself the authority to cast electoral votes for on behalf of the state. Um, However... Republicans didn't seem to realize this because they started sending all sorts of money. And this was the other thing. They were grifting people. Um, They raised over $350 million. Oh, my God. In donations. Stupid money. After the election. $350 million. I mean, these were ridiculous lawsuits. Like, you know, if you people want to pay, like... Just for you, give me two million, and I'll I'll make you like the most ridiculous things. And, <laughs> and, and that website had like fine print, like if the if they don't win or something, the money goes towards Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty four. Why do you know that? Day. Did you uh, give them money? No, Christina was telling. I I did though. <laughs> no, call, Christina told they, me they had like the they had a hotline for a while. They had to close it because people kept pranking it. Um, uh, but uh, well, I called to report, you know, because Donald Trump had actually told people in North Carolina to vote by mail and then try to vote in person. So, and they wanted to know of any known issues of people trying to commit voter fraud. So. I called them to tell them about it, and they didn't seem to be that bothered that an elected official was telling people to actually try to break the law. <laughs> so. I don't understand why Giuliani went to Wisconsin, too, because, I mean, I know Wisconsin is a swing state, but it's also, like, all Democrat um, elected officials at this time. So, mm-hmm. like, they probably were like, eh. 
It's like always been a state. Isn't it a swing state, though? Hasn't it is a swing it state. Been? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're mostly definitely. socialists there. Like, yeah. when you go there, they all have a socialist mentality. Well, that's because you were in the city, right? Yeah. So probably it's a lot like Massachusetts. But also or outside of the city. There's right. four cities, though. So yeah. all four cities are that way. So you're really only talking about the country. That's not. Yeah. When you got, like, Milwaukee, Madison, Janesville, you got all of these cities that are. So there's enough population to take over right but that's like massachusetts right Right. because boston worcester like pretty liberal cities right but everywhere else is very dark red actually so the wisconsin state supreme court though does is republican Republican yeah because scott walker yeah yeah so scott walker put them all in place i think part of the reason why he focused so much on wisconsin he focused on wisconsin michigan um, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, um, primarily. Yeah. Um, some in Nevada as well, but they mainly focused on... The Arizona thing kills me because, like, when John McCain died, he was very loved in Arizona, and Trump bashed him. Like, how oh, do you yeah. think all of those people who are Republican voters, because John McCain was Republican... Yes, mm-hmm. he was. You just told all of them that he wasn't a hero and that you're, like... The way Worse. Trump behaved then. He made fun of him for being paralyzed. He made paralyzed. fun of him. Yes. I don't understand how I don't hang out with him. Okay. All right. for being caught. Jill's, Jill's, like, Jill's stress is coming out, but I don't understand how Republicans seriously, like, because I see it now, actually. Someone who I'm very good friends with posted something recently. It was like a picture of Biden with a, and she's going to listen to this podcast. She's going to know I'm talking about her. But it was like with a half a Hitler's mask on or something. And in the comments oh, of the thread, oh, that's good. In the comments of the thread, somebody said, you can't really believe that Biden is worse than Trump, can you? And she was like, oh, absolutely. And this is where I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this guy attacked heroes like John, Republican heroes like John McCain. This guy's attacked women. He attacked uh, mentally handicapped people. He's done all these things. Like, I don't understand how people are This isn't a political party anymore. This is just a mean guy. That's the problem that I have. Like, people say, like, oh, I'm Republican. Yeah, but he's a fucking mean guy. Right, exactly. Like, I do not see that. He goes beyond Republican. Beyond Republican. Oh, he is. You know, like, Bush is a Republican. McCain is a Republican. Romney's a Republican. And And these are all respectable men. They're all respectable men in their own right, whether I agree with them politically or not. Donald Trump, this no, is not a respectable you can't respect man. Him at no, all. and he even like even I, made fun of McCain, and then was mad at what his supporters didn't support him. How do you not fucking see that in your head? Like, like you're I'm, bashing somebody who is gonna vote for you, you asshole. Right. Like I'm, I'm always amazed by that because you know I can understand voting for him and be like, oh, I want to trash the trash the system. That's fine. Trash but if you're system. saying that he is someone to respect and better than other people who have been president, it's weird. You know, and the thing is, is part Mm -hmm. of it is the 24-hour news cycle. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. do you remember when he made fun of the, there was a news reporter that had a disability, and Donald Uh, Trump was in front of people imitating him. And so part of the 24-hour news cycle, they were debating, is our society getting too sensitive? It's like, no, a grown man should not be making fun of somebody who has a disability. That's not being too sensitive. That's being... Especially not in front of thousands of people on live national television running for political office. I'm fucking believable. He's the only president that I would, would say in my lifetime, I would not 
want my son to actually watch his speeches. Exactly. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to tell the Boy Scouts, hey, if you're rich, you know, women will put out for you. He actually said that at a yep. Boy Scout meeting. He, he did, did say you should just grab women by the pussy when you want them. So yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, this is not... These aren't things that, you know... He, he, he it, normalized sexual assault. He normalized racism. He normalized these, like... And uh, we are going to get bullying. into bullying. To, bullying. This more. to keep it small. He is so, a bully yeah. to yeah. everybody. Yeah. 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 So. so Dave wants to get into it in another yeah. part. Although, just, Can I just um, say... Yeah, I just want to say one more thing. I was in Amsterdam right after he got elected the first time, and I was sitting at a table with a group of men, and because, um, you know, you just join a group, so I just joined a group. And they were like, so, your new president, huh? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, not everybody voted for him. And not." he's like, I just don't understand it. If you, here in Amsterdam, if you did not like one of our people, you would not be elected. We love everybody who's from this country. So making fun of other people in your country was a huge turnoff for us because we support each other as a unit. If you are from here, you're from here. We love you no matter what race, nationality, color, money, whatever you have, we love you. The fact that your president openly was saying he doesn't love half your population turned us off. Yeah. And the just the only other thing I want to say, and it, it's also an aside, because I know that I've talked a lot about how much I hate the 24-hour news cycle and how Jon Stewart was really one of the first person who brought that to life for me. He's coming out with a new show, guys. He'll be back oh, on really? television. Woo-hoo! Sweet. John Stewart's John back. John Stewart's back. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. So I, by the way, just have to point out, and it hurts me a little bit to do this, that Hillary Clinton was, yeah, was also guilty that. of the same thing with her yeah. basket of deplorables. So yeah. it's endemic around here. Yeah. I was it about is, to say it is very American to be like my side, your side. Mm-hmm. You know, you're it a is. Patriots fan or that a Jets go, yeah. fan. You know, like you can't see beyond that. It goes back way back. So yeah. like let's you know they're you, table yeah. this. Okay, okay, yeah, table yeah. it. But table do you guys one. feel like my sound is weird? I'm just curious. No. no. Okay. No. I feel like I hear an echo, that's all. So um so the lawsuits failed, the fake electoral college starts. And of course, Everybody knows that, no, Mike Pence cannot just choose to ignore an electoral slate and just come up with a different one. Of course, everybody knows this, except for Trump's supporters. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Um, So this plan that they had that they really know isn't going to work. Um, And they even asked Mike Pence if he would even try it. And Mike Pence, to his credit, and I'll give him credit here, he said, under no uncertain circumstances am I going to be part of that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to attempt anything like that. I'm not going to try and throw out any electoral votes, period. Not going to be part of this. Just imagine if um, that was not Pence and Marjorie Taylor or someone like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Exactly. Yep. And that as much as you don't like the man, point. at least he did his job. Yeah, he did do his job, and I I do credit him for that. He showed integrity throughout this whole process. He did not encourage Trump, and as we're going to talk about in one second, there was a meeting. Excuse me. There was a meeting in December between Trump's lawyers, Mike Flynn, and several. Uh, now Pence has not been invited because he's already said no to this, but several of Pence's legal staff was there. And this apparently turned into quite a shouting match because many of the legal advisors and Bill Barr, to his credit, were telling Trump, stop. This, enough is enough. This is getting out of hand. You need to stop. 
Um, and Michael Flynn was actually telling Donald Trump to use the military to take over the country, declare martial law, don't elect the Congress meet, and you'll decide what the electoral slate is to, supposed to be. That's um, crazy. It is insane. And, you know, um, but to the credit of some people, I will say there were some Republicans in that room that were saying no to this. So it's, and it's important, I think, to say that even Bill Barr said, no, don't do this. This is bad for your country. Mm -hmm. um, and the Secretary of State, of course, of Georgia, called Trump. And he tells Trump, what you are doing is dangerous. And there are people that are counting ballots that are being threatened right now. Because I remember seeing that on the news. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. And Trump told, tells him, well, hey, just find, a, find me 11,000 votes. He's like, there, we don't have like 11,000 votes stashed away somewhere. It's yeah. like, you know, there isn't it's like... a pack a, of gum in my back pocket. Yeah. So oh, I, there they are. <laughs> you know. Um, and then Trump tells... Um, he basically fires Bill Barr. He replaces his um, head of the uh, Department of Justice and tells this um, his replacement, hey, you just declare the election fraudulent and let me take the care of the rest. And to that person's credit, he said, no, I'm not doing that. Um, you know, and so there were people around Trump telling him at this point, you need to stop, you know, and you need to just go on with your life you lost prepare for 2024 but trump would not and they started a far-right uh kind of mock twitter that they called parlor oh yes and yeah. so parlor online was beginning to plan that on the day of the electoral college being certified they were going to invade washington so this was being planned on the internet. Um, and shortly before this will take place, the night before in fact, um, Donald Trump has a meeting um, at, a, um, at his private residence. And we know that the following people were present. Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Michael Flynn, Peter Navarro, Corey Lewandowski, uh, I don't think I pronounced that right, but it's close enough. Uh, David Boise, which was Trump's deputy campaign manager. Adam Piper. Um, Tommy Tuberville, of course, that's a state senator from Alabama. Rudy Giuliani. Kimberly Guilliforni, or however you pronounce her name. She's the, uh, well, the best is yet oh. to come. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know I wish you guys could have seen Danny's face. It. Yeah. <laughs> so. You should have filmed that one, Jesse. I don't watch Fox News, so I've not seen that no, other way. Other uh, way, but oh, this was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a speech she made when they were trying to um, yeah. debate um, turning, like, overturning the um, Electoral College. Yeah. So, Mike Lindell was there. He's um, our our favorite pillow salesman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Like, uh, Forgot yeah. about that guy. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, what a crack team. But most notably, who's not there <laughs> is Mike Pence. 
Mike Pence will not participate in this. Good for him. Yeah. yeah so yeah, he he did seem to be very to stick to his morality and be have a lot of integrity, even though he's like fucked up and some of his shit yes. is fucking weird. I don't weird, agree with but... his politics, and I think he's a very strange man. But I at least yeah. he earned some of my respect by not getting involved in anything like this yeah, and saying that this is not okay. Saying yeah, no he's... to treason and sedition is a really low bar for gaining respect, <laughs> but I hear you. Uh, well, that, that man tried to pray out the gay with right. a lot of people. He tried to pray out the gay. Yeah, yeah he did. At least publicly, he he's pretty professional. Like, I remember one, like, back at the beginning of the presidency, they booed him at the uh, Hancock Theater or whatever, the Hancock show or... Han- Hamilton. Hamilton. I was like, I don't think my principal code is something with a hand in a cock without a chaperone. Hancock, no. No, they like booed him and his wife or whatever. But then afterwards, he, yeah, he didn't make fun of him or he didn't like, he just said, well, that's America or whatever. Well, you know. yeah, well, that's which the is point, nice. Right? But he, they probably did that to him because he also said he couldn't be in a room with women oh, that were not I, his wife. I'm not like, saying he's a saint. And he calls his wife mother. I mean, that is so creepy. Can you like, imagine fucking someone that you call mother? Like, no. that's weird. <laughs> so strange when you call another name. Yeah. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> So gross. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> so sick. My it's poor baby. Just like creepy. Sorry, we're surviving. So creepy. So. And even his politics on abortion, he 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 was a piece of work. We're not oh, saying yeah. we love Mike Pence. Yeah, but no, I, I don't like him. However, no, it's important guy. to acknowledge. It, yeah. it is. Yeah. That, that so. your morality and your integrity mean something. Yeah. And we need to, as in this country, get back to the point where. Those things are the debate. You know, the right. debate is about fiscal policy. The debate right. is. Uh, I don't think Roe Roe v. Wade. It should be debatable. It's not a question whether or not women have a choice, but um, it shouldn't be. Um, but agreed. But um, you know, that's where the debate needs to be, and we can't be. You know, I'm going to kill the, you know, Speaker of the House if I don't agree with her politics. You know, that's uh, that's going a little overboard. Here. Another aside, we should do an abortion. We probably Are you should. making a list of these issues? We should do an abortion? Or well, no. We should <laughs> do an abortion. Don't episode. knock it until you try it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't have you're a uterus, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I think that would be kind of interesting. Not necessarily to talk about women's rights, but why, why aren't vasectomies mandated like y'all do way more damage oh there than would we be do. no question you know what i mean a- like, abortion would not only be legal you'd be able to get an abortion at a package store if men had a uterus yeah I mean, exactly for, like <laughs> yeah you'd be, be like sitting there watching through. the super bowl you yeah, know getting like, an abortion <laughs> with a budweiser in your hand yeah you know, like, like like anytime you went and bought a a bottle of wine, it would come with a morning after pill just in case, you know. Like, just in case. Come on, you know. It's like hung to it, living yeah. like those <laughs> I'm still stuck on mandating vasectomies. What? Well, well, men can ha- impregnate like how many people in nine months? Where women only can get one baby. Like, think about those how many stats. people. Like, think about how many times you could have sex in one day. Right, which maybe you're a little bit older, but maybe Jesse. Hey. Think about how many times you can have sex in one day. I fucking love that. <laughs> just, just saying. All right, yeah, like two hours. <laughs> so it, there's 24 hours in a day. I just, no, two yeah. times. <laughs> which lasts 24 hours. 
Two hours is too long. Two five-minute time. So but good. see, once you hit the one woman and she gets impregnated, she's done, but you're still going every 12 hours, evidently. <laughs> That's a lot of babies you could make. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. But Craig, now Craig back to um, <laughs> like bunny rabbits. Make a list. Now back to January. Back to the 6, story. 2021. The morning of January 6, Trump addresses a crowd near the White House. The people have arrived in an organized event that was entitled Save America, which was largely built by organizers of a group called Stop the Steal. Um, this was mainly organized through Parlor. Um, there were several groups promoting this. The Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, and QAnon, who all three of them we will talk about later. Dave, was it like exclusively organized via Parlor though? Because I no. mean, I get that I don't have like a lot of Republican no. things on Facebook, but I didn't see this anywhere. Like I saw friends posting like, want to be able to speak your truth, join Parlor. Yeah. Not so. my friends, but like right. Friends of friends. So, friends of yeah, friends were posting, and, and I was like, "What is fuck is parlor?" And then I googled it, like, "Oh shit!" And it was promoted. Well, to, we're going to talk about QAnon um, okay. a little later, but it was promoted a lot by a group called QAnon, um, who I'm going to talk in detail about what they are. That's good because I'm confused um, about what they are and who they are sometimes. <laughs> so were they. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, every time You're I read something, it's one. different. Yeah. Oh, they're 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 in interesting group um so yeah it was but it was i mean there was other social media platforms but a lot of these extreme ones had been already kicked off of these social media platforms including trump he lost his twitter account yes. um but he lost his well, that facebook was after, account though right no no oh i thought he lost it after i thought I it was because yeah. so. he was tweeting during the january 6th oh yeah you're right you're right you're right he, yeah. maybe it was his facebook that he lost yeah, before maybe yeah, he definitely does tweet during January 6th. Um, so the crowd arrives um, near the Capitol building. Some people is where some people go, but the rest go down towards the White House where Donald Trump is giving a speech. Now, um, for those of you who are not familiar with Washington, D.C. at all, the White House and the Capitol building are a little bit less than two miles apart. So it's not exactly right around the corner. Um, it's a bit of a walk. Um, but at the right at the White House, Trump is giving a speech, and he basically starts by telling people that they need to fight like hell. Um, Trump also continues um, to start telling people that, or basically repeating his claim that he won the election in a landslide and that it was stolen from him. Um, he basically tells people right there, you don't fight like hell, you aren't going to have a com- country anymore. He actually said that. Then he claimed that he got all the Republicans who won in recent elections elected, but they were too weak to do anything for him. Um, so he's sitting there telling them that you know these leaders they just won't stand up for the steel these are the people that you elected and they won't stand up for you the weak ones he kept calling i still don't understand why he didn't get charged with inciting anger 
Because this wasn't just a rally. This was like fucking anger. Do something. This is fascism 101. Right? Is, like, he should have been charged. This is like somebody get up there saying, fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, you should and be arrested. He was. Yeah. And I'm going to give you some of his quotes now. Um, These are going to be sweet. Yeah. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make sure your voices are heard. Um, that statement was made, and then he makes this statement towards the very end of his speech, and I'm going to read word for word what he said. And I said something's wrong here, something's really wrong, this can't have happened, and so we fight, we fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Our exciting adventures and boldest endeavors have not yet begun. My fellow Americans, for our movement, for our children, for our beloved country, and I say this despite all that's happened, the best is yet to come. So we're going to. We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue, and I love Pennsylvania Avenue, and we're going to go to the Capitol, and we're going to try and give the Democrats their hopeless. They're never voting, not even one vote. But we're going to try and give our Republicans... The weak ones, because the strong ones don't need any of our help, we're going to give them the kind of pride and boldness they will need to take back our country. That is word for word how he ended his speech. Yeah. That's so. Do you want to talk about having no idea what's going on also? Right. How many times yeah. did he lose track of what his sentence was? And then oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he never <laughs> Democrats, uh, I love like, Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. Like, he just felt uh, like he same. had to throw that in. Same, mm-hmm. y'all. So I think the best part of that is how he says we are gonna walk down there and then he goes hides in the basement. And then he goes and takes a nap. He's like By eh. we I mean you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I don't do fucking anything, so Yeah. Um It's fucking crazy. Well and I just kept picturing the whole time uh, the few of us were down um protesting when he got elected. Mm-hmm. So as this was going on and he's talking about these things, I'm like what do you got like six guys there like how many people like (laughs) so we'll get into the estimates later of how many people there's a lot of people there but um we'll get into the those estimates we only have estimates at this point but yeah Yeah. crowd size big um so decent i think yeah so we'll get uh, into the estimates after the amount Um, of racism in this country is amazing um Thank you for listening to us on this episode of Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite app so you don't miss an episode. You can also send us an email to cocktailsmocktailsandcrime at gmail.com. Or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. Or Twitter at CMCrime1. See you all next week.